Say hi. Hi, bro. This is the Obvious Brothers, and I'm Obvious Steve, and he's... Obvious John. And I don't know, are we going to cut that beginning lapse just to make Sean happy, or is that just a na-na-na-na-na-na Sean? Yeah. I think we should leave it just for him. Just for him, to torment him, because he's dying that 10 seconds is too much for him. It's ready mm -hmm. for quality content. So how are we doing, John? We're good. We're good. How was yesterday's round of golf, bastard? Yeah, not real good. No, it's terrible. Terrible that you get to get you out and play and work on your game. First week of February, man. I, I really uh, feel. I feel for you. It's one of the few advantages of living in the in Texas in the southern climate. It, it, one of the few. Okay. Well, there you go. Texas is a happy place. I, I've seen lots of tweets telling me so. So there you go. So uh, do you do you know that in Missouri, it it is legal for you to carry have a firearm, no matter how old you are. I did not know that. Yeah, I, I guess. I guess they are even trying to make sure that. Uh, you can carry a firearm if you're a toddler on public property, which I guess there's a loophole or there's a law saying on, on public property, public parks and so forth. You have to be over 17 and they want to take that away, John, because, you know, we need. OK, I'm I'm just going just just I'm going to stop here because it's just too okay. weird. It, it, it's just too crazy. Too crazy. So, John, big weekend. I guess we should title the episode the Super Bowl 57 uh, episode. So here we are, Super Bowl weekend, and woo-woo. L-B-I-I. -I. Yeah. Yeah. Because everybody, you know, I we do this in class every once in a while. There's a Roman numeral involved. My entire class, I almost never have anybody who knows what it means. So it's good that the NFL continues that Roman tradition. Yeah. So, all right. Well, well let's, let's start with our TV viewing, which was quality this week, John. So you've watched Shrinking. Did you watch yesterday's episode or not? No. So you're an episode behind, but you've watched three of the four. Correct. Yeah. And yeah. You did not text with an emphatic "I love it, I love it." No, I think it's it's very entertaining. It's good acting, um, but you always give me a hard time for saying that I love everything. So I guess I decided to. Well, it's, off my... it's it's all right when it's actually good, John. Oh, okay. Yeah, when, when it's mediocre shit, and you're saying, "Oh, it was good," and then there you go. So, so. Uh, What's your favorite part of it? Uh, the uh, Sean, the one guy he's um, doing therapy with, the one that's got the anger management issues. Yeah, I think I think their dynamic together is pretty funny. So I, I just to kind of it's not a spoiler, but it's a hint for you here. You think Sean's hot? Yeah. No. Well, you'll enjoy episode four then. Okay. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> John had to put on the mute button because in the classic Steve, Steve and John exchange, uh, if I make him laugh, maybe when he's not expecting it, but maybe it's always, uh, it makes him cough when he, when he, and sometimes yeah. spits, spits coffee through his nose, but uh, yeah, that was close. That was close. Yeah. Right. Okay. So, so there you go. It is Sean's hotness. So, um, here we go. I, I'm, I watched after we talked last week at some point, you know, it was, uh, maybe Saturday night, we started watching kaleidoscope and I've watched it all. I think you've watched it all. I thought yeah. it was, I thought it was very, it was very good. Very, very, lots of, lots of stuff. Like you told us it was a, uh, a heist uh, series with the all the setup and all that, and uh, I, I'm going to admit this after your framing of it and everything, telling this, John, uh, I would not have known that the episodes were me- me- mixed up and all that. Then you said, "Oh, they supposedly and the blah blah." There've been a lot of chatter and everything. So I went, I went back after two episodes and started watching them in chronological order because I. Uh, I didn't. Uh, I didn't appreciate the notion of shuffling them around. So, so you found where? So you actually watched them like from twenty-five years ago to well, ten years ago to. I'm, right I'm, then, <clears throat> I don't know if I didn't remember or I didn't pay attention, but we watched seven years ago, where he gets out of prison, yeah. uh, the first one. And then I think I started watching the next one, and I said, "No, no, no! I want to know. Let's see how what they're how they're." And I said, "Oh, so yeah." And then I watched them in order, which is kind of yeah. weird because the heist isn't the last one; it's not even close to. There are two after the heist, so and just not to not I'm not going to give you know I'm not going to spoil it for anybody, although our three listeners probably don't care, but. uh you know, they lay all this stuff out that this has to happen, this has to happen, this has to be seven things have to happen in the right and they get the seven things happen in the right order, but whoops. And and the 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 heist episode is just a clusterfuck. Yeah. Yeah. Total. Yeah, total, total, total clusterfuck. Does not get much better with the next episode. Still lots of clusterfuck. And um I I wanna know, okay, at the end. And if you, you know, you want to fast forward, Sean, if you want to watch this and you haven't seen it, does, does the, I can't remember her name. What the young woman, does she leave him eating tacos on the beach there at the end? Do you think he, she leaves him? His daughter? No. The scientist who's with Stan or whatever his name is, or Bob. Oh yeah. She leaves him eating tacos. Oh, you're sure, you're sure she's leaving. I think so. Okay. Because Karen and I talked about it, and we're pretty sure she is too, but we we kind of wish they'd show it. On the other hand, it's like she kind of has that, looks at him sitting there eating tacos and goes, kind of has this moment where it's like, no, nah, I really don't want to live with that anymore. Yeah. Yeah. I got um, the money. There's a car sitting here. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, but the, you know the the twist with the daughter was was pretty awesome. Now, don't be giving shit away, man. Well, the series has been out for like two months now. 
It hasn't been out that long, has it really? I think so. Okay. So there you go. There's our TV viewing. How many minutes are we into the episode, uh, into the day here? I don't have the clock running. So, all right, let's you break see, down the Super Bowl. Unless you got you something see, else. Uh, have you been keeping up with Last of Us? Oh, no, we stopped. Oh, that's right. You stopped watching that. We stopped. Yeah. No. I, I, can, I, I could not get... Uh, Cannot get your sister to turn it back on. They're releasing tomorrow's episode early so that you don't have to choose between it or the Super Bowl. Hmm. Well, that's good of them. That's very nice of them, I thought. Yeah, I have no idea what, what, oh, releasing it early. So you can watch it early in the day. I I understand that, but what's it on? Is on HBO? HBO Max, yeah. Oh, so it's 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 a Sunday drop. Mm, correct. Yeah. I you, you had to put those pieces together for me to realize it's a yeah, Sunday drop. Okay. Yes, well, you know, everybody in my tweet Twitter uh timeline uh is raving about episode three. So uh on Last of Us? Yeah. Yeah, it's actually a really good episode. Um, it's got uh, Nick Offerman. Nick Offerman, yeah. Ron Burgundy, or not Ron Burgundy, but uh, Ron Swanson. Um, and it's it's a really good put together episode. It's kind of got like this love story between him and his partner, and how it came about, and the whole thing. And it's it's really. It's a good episode. A lot of people are like, "Oh, you know, I didn't need that," but it's. Oh, I, 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 I've seen people write that's the best episode of TV they've ever seen. So, um, it was very well put together. I, uh, I, I'm still back on the fact that you think his claim to fame is being in, uh, in, in uh, Anchorman. No, Ron Swanson is the. He was in Parks and Rec. Right. That that would be I would have thought that was his claim to fame. Okay. Yeah. There. Yeah, I don't I don't think he was ever in Anchorman. Okay. okay. I just I said Ron Burgundy out of air. Yeah, you okay. I we, we will push on, but it's uh, it's always interesting with actors when you go to IMDB, you know, and it tells I don't know if you look at IMDB as much as I do, right. but you know, the four things first four films they're known for, and you're going why isn't that the one I actually know them for on this list? Right. So it's always when, when you, when you start with, yeah. Yeah. That yeah, you know, parks and rec. Yeah. Yeah. Or sometimes you see one and you're like, Oh, I guess he was in that or they were in that. I forgot. I forgot they were in that movie or TV well, show. More often. It's like, what the F is that? I've never heard of it. Yeah, it's it's like, yeah. and this is their claim to fame. You know, it's their top number one or something. Yeah. All right, there you go, our IMDV take for the morning. Let's push on, break down the Super Bowl. The line has still not swung the Chiefs' way, the last I heard. I, I haven't looked this morning, but I still was hearing Eagles one and given that point and a half. I believe you are correct. Okay. Yep. So, so break the game down for us. The title of the episode is How to Lose Money on the Super Bowl. So. I would say that the Eagles defense is way better than Kansas City's defense 
Therefore, my prediction is, is that the Eagles do win this game. That's it. God, I, I've got I've got lengthy notes. And that's the nuts and bolts of it. Oh, okay. So number one, you remember what our rule of thumb about picking NFL games is? And also, no. But here's my other tidbit. Okay, I, I, I knew like, you really weren't done. Yeah, I think like the last seven MVPs have not won the Super Bowl or something like that. Kind of like the Madden curse. But that's that's known as irony, right, John? Because you hate those stats. Yeah, that's a, that's a John John hates stat, and he's he's throwing it out there like it matters, right? Okay, yeah. Okay, you ready? You ready for my breakdown? Yep. Our rule of thumb, John, if you don't remember, is when you pick games and you got little else, you go with who's got the better quarterback and who has the better coach. And I don't think it's arguable that Kansas City has the better of both. I agree. So I, I would start there. The second thing is about the Eagles' defense. I don't think it's really that good. Uh, the Eagle, the Eagles have played three top ten defense uh, offenses, three this season and the postseason. You know how many points they gave up in those three games? Uh, a bunch. Yeah, well, didn't they give 42 up to the Dak-led Cowboys in that game? Yes. Yes, and the uh, the Lions torched them, and the Packers put 30-something on the board. So they are moving up uh, at least one class over anybody else they played other than those three in this game. And so we'll see how good the Eagles' defense really is, which takes us to – the bigger point, the Eagles – did you know this, John? Here's trivia for you. The Eagles have played the worst schedule, softest schedule, in the regular season and the postseason, and nobody else – it's the first time team in the Super Bowl's done that. Yeah, they so, probably had the easiest yeah, – well, there's no probably. You just said yeah. it as a fact. They've, they've had the easiest path to a Super Bowl in, ever. Right. Uh, easiest path to winning a lot of games, getting the one seed, and then uh, first playing a team they've housed twice already, and then a four-string quarterback in the next game. So, yes, it's not clear the Eagles are really ready. Uh, it, that'll be part of the game is seeing how you know, they match up against a team that's actually better than probably anybody they've played all year. Well, I don't know if they're really better than the Cowboys on paper. Uh, I I haven't really looked at it. But the, the Eagles uh, beat the Cowboys with their second-string quarterback and got torched with Dak playing. So um, if you're using the Eagles as your measuring – or the Cowboys as your measuring stick – they might be in trouble. Yeah, and I would say that based on how Mahomes looked two weeks ago, you know, looked like that ankle wasn't that big of a deal. Um, he'll be all right. I think he'll be fine. Yeah, I and don't. I don't think that's a big, a big deal. My other favorite non-factor is that the matchup predictor has. Uh, Kansas City at 53.3% chance to win. 
Ah, uh, shit. I, I've got money on the Chiefs, so I'm not happy with that because you know how accurate that matchup predictor's been. Yeah. 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 Which is interesting. I, I think you're bringing it up because it's got Chiefs 53%, but the line is the other way. Yep, correct. Yeah, so there you go. So what do you, what do you got? Where, where are we losing money? Are you are you are you just going to take Eagles money line as the first place you're losing money or? Well, for value, yeah, I would rather go with the Kansas City money line bet because you're going to get you know the plus plus line there plus one hundred five. Yeah, and I think I like the over over fifty one. Yeah, even though I just said how good. The, Eagles defense is, but I think both these teams are going to, I mean, they both average in the high 20s. Yeah. I've heard a lot, you know, that that number move, it keeps sliding up, that, which means people are betting the over, so mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there's a lot, 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 of, a lot of juice on the over. Um, I guess the, the other matchup, if you're thinking about prop bets and everything, is the Eagles run the ball as well as anybody in the league. I don't know what Sanders' current number is, but you probably <laughs> want to look at uh, San- Sanders over and under yards and carries numbers. Yeah. You yeah, probably- I would take, or even whatever, like the Eagles' yards rushing is. Team, team yards, right, yeah. 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 You know, um, Hertz is going to get some on the ground as well. Yeah, they probably need him to run. So, yeah, that might not be a bad prop bet. Um, the uh, Eagles play a lot of zone. Uh, and um, I think Mr. Kelsey uh, catches a lot of balls in the zone. So I think his number was like six or seven. But you got to be thinking in this situation, he might have a fistful of catches and have been running yeah. a lot of tight end formations the last few weeks. Yeah. He's done pretty darn well. Yeah. Um, Didn't he have 14 the last time? And I missed that. He had quite that many. Yeah. Yeah. You're like, you weren't sure how many he'd had. I, I knew he had a bunch. I didn't realize 14 is like 14 is like three games, man. Yeah. So yeah. Yeah. Especially for a tight end. Yeah, exactly. So there's some places you could be wasting your money. Is uh, I, I heard people. Uh, did I hear what is, are you are you looking at the bets? No, no. Uh, I I think I heard that the uh, Chiefs over was twenty four and a half team total. Which that would be that would be a pretty good one. Yeah, if that's true, and I saying that I, I'm going to have to look it up, and you're going to have to talk while I look it up, but that would be a good number because I, like you said, I think they average in the high 20s. And yep. so, uh, yeah, and they average, they both teams average over 400 yards in the playoffs um, and over like 29.2 for the Chiefs and 28.1 for the Eagles. So I would lean heavily on that 24 and a half going over. I think that's a, that would be a pretty healthy bet. 
God. Yeah, just I so probably... many, I, 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 there are so many bets I can't I can't find. What's the over under on Kelsey receptions too? If you could figure that out. Uh, okay, receiving props. Kelsey receiving yards is seventy nine and a half. That's a lot of yards. But I would like him if it's if the receptions is five over under five, probably five and a half. They're going to give you the hook. Um, I would lean towards the over there. Player props, but I would expect uh, if the Eagles are smart at all, they're going to be keeping a close eye on him as well, though. But he's—I mean—he's just a big dude. He gets into those creases, especially like we said in a zone. So, and uh, Mahomes can put it on him pretty fast. But it's a pretty. Hi. Okay, I do not find on my app where I can do actual catches. Hmm. A lot of receiving yards and, and dumb stuff like uh, who will have the first catch. But yeah, those first actually... scores. I mean, there's even one that's like... Um... If the opening kickoff will be a touchback or not. Right. Um, I mean, there's just so many crazy bets. Yeah, you probably probably can bet on the color of uh, somebody's shoes or something like that if you really want to. So Yeah. All right. So that, that's where we are. I have a ticket on the Chiefs getting a point and a half. I'm happy with that. And uh, it, it is a game that seems to get bet a lot. Um, partially. <laughs> Partially, like a lot of other things, you know, a lot of people who don't bet very often suddenly are betting on this game, right? And then it's yeah. the last NFL game of the year. So everybody who's won is throwing their pile into the ring. And everybody who's lost all year is trying to make it back. So uh, it's kind of fun to watch people. But it is uh, with the point spread where it is uh, – it's kind of a, <clears throat> I don't know. I think it's a tough, it's a tough pick. So I've got Kelsey receptions at seven and a half. Seven and a half. That's it's a lot of receptions, but. Yeah, and get this. If you take the over, it's minus 140. If you take the under, it's plus 110. Wow. Right. Well, I can tell which way they're pushing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think I, I I think I would pass, but I'm not going to be surprised if he goes over. Devontae Smith is five and a half receptions and sixty four and a half yards. Uh, okay. AJ, AJ Brown is also five and a half receptions. I'm going to break this down for you. Uh, I do not think I would be taking Eagles uh, reception uh, and yardage uh, props. Uh, especially if I think the Eagles are going to win the game. So you would not? Why would you not think that? Well, you think they're I would. Win? Okay. I, everybody I've heard talking about it is uh, <laughs> Eagles are going to run around the ball. This works great if they get ahead. 
and they're going to run the ball and all those throws, they're not going to throw much at all. And people pointed out that even when they're behind, sometimes they don't throw, you know, expected throw, throwing downs. Uh, they, they often run anyway. And uh, if they get behind, uh, Hertz's numbers are terrible when they're coming from behind. Uh, yeah. Although, although I somebody said it's a small data size because they haven't been behind much, but uh, over his career, he has not been terrific. So uh, I think the strong side for the Eagles is uh, rushing stats. And if you're, if you're hoping for big throwing numbers, you're either hoping they hit a couple big ones early or uh, Hertz plays against form late in the game. Miles Sanders rushing yards over under 60 and a half on my. That's not a lie. I didn't think so either. No. They don't even have Hertz listed in the rushing stats, which is interesting. Yeah. Well, I heard people talk about uh, Gainwell and yeah, you just don't know that he's really going to get carries in the end. Right. Yeah. It's a problem with the number two running back, but. His number may not be bad. I actually heard somebody say if you were if you were crazy, you would take Pacheco. You get a great number on him as MVP. If you wanted to. Yeah. You know, because if the Chiefs end up winning and it's not Mahomes as the MVP, it's gonna be him. Likewise, Whoa. what what the, the, the breakdown I heard was if it's if uh, Eagles win and it's not Hurts. It's likely to be a defensive player like Riddick or maybe somebody in the in the secondary who has a couple picks. Like Darius Slay. That's right. A, exactly. He's plus ten thousand. Yeah. Yeah. Buck on that could uh make you a happy man, right? Yeah. Yeah. So Ah, there you go. Here's a breakdown. It should be a good game. I think it's the shortest line uh, ever, maybe, uh, or for a long time anyway. And I actually heard some pros who have both Eagles plus two and a half and Chiefs plus two and a half. And, you know, that we're starting to get into math. So my, my, my head's beginning to hurt. But they at least acted like they could win both ways. So, hmm. yeah, interesting. I think you could hit the window in between. But uh, like I say, that's I, I'd have to actually probably sit down and write it down to actually understand it. So, so they're with you, they're trying to do like a three point teaser is what you're saying. Which would uh, make it well, all, all all these pros have multiple accounts all over, John. So they. And they, they have the software up that says this is what so-and-so is doing right now. So, you know, suddenly it's two and a half someplace. They jump over there and throw some coin on there. It's two and a half the other way over here now. Oh, coin over here. And, you know, hit the middle and cash, cash, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess it is a game that begs for the middle between plus two and a half on both sides. So, yeah, I mean, but field goal games, I mean, Bengals Chiefs was a field goal game two weeks ago, and it wouldn't be, yeah. Yeah, 
course, the, the, way, the way somebody somebody told it is, it's twenty eight twenty seven. Well, twenty eight twenty one. Chiefs go down and score with thirty seconds left. Are they kicking the tying point and going to overtime, or are they just going? We can make the two point conversion. Fuck you. And so it's a one point game either way. And it might be that close a game. Yeah. I think they kick it though. Do you? Well, yeah. there'll be there'll be quality texting tomorrow afternoon evening if uh, if that's what happens, right? We'll be No. No. Right. Right. Yeah. So all right, there there you go, the Super Bowl. Oh, yeah. Gotta talk about Rihanna. Yeah, we got. I think, I think it's our, their second time, and uh, my timeline has all these conservative types all up in arms that they're letting her do the halftime show. Why? Well, I guess she's kind of famous for having spray painted uh, "F Trump" on a car uh, at one point. So I, I think she's fairly clear on that portion of her politics. So. Mm. Yeah. So this is this is the funny thing. Somebody reacted. What's that? Yes, because that's you know so important is the politics. Well, you know how it goes in this country. But so this is the response one person had to that. You know, somebody saying they shouldn't let her because of that, and the, and the person said, "Driving my kids to school every morning, there are three signs that say F Biden on the way to school." So. <laughs> It's like, I mean, yeah, it's not like it's not said a lot about both sides in this country these days. So, uh, yeah, there you go. There's your Rihanna. Hot Rihanna take is she's a lib. And why are we letting her do the Super Bowl? Because we all know it's a Republican Party affair, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Anyway, so. <clears throat> Let's move on. I'll let you brag a little bit. You, uh, how happy were you last Saturday evening? I was pretty darn happy. Pretty that darn happy. Yeah. So I was even. I was even happier we didn't follow it up with a turd against Rutgers after that. So oh, you didn't. I thought you'd use the magic term. We didn't shit the bed against Rutgers. That's right. I thought that. I thought that one was coming. I thought I saw it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean, I, Rutgers losing to Rutgers would—I mean, it would suck. It wouldn't hardly be shitting the bed because they're pretty freaking good. But right. So and so you've had a good I week. Mean, That's two good wins, although both yeah. at home. So yeah, I, I mean, there, there's nothing wrong with winning at home, but they, yeah, you need some. You got a game today that on the road that might be a challenge. Yeah, we're gonna need to. Hold hold form here against the uh, the Wolverines today this afternoon. Okay, so we're 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 here and boring our audience. Except your sister will like this breakdown. So can Dickinson play uh, Jackson Davis? Is that an actual one on one matchup? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So that that's almost that might be a better matchup than Edie. Jackson Davis last week where Boy, those two I, 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 is Jackson Davis really your five? Well, when if if Race Thompson is in, then no. 
Right. But that's that's kind of what I thought. Yeah. But yeah, he pretty much has to play the five when most of the time, I mean, he's, he's not, you know, we don't figure him as overpowering, but he can get it done in the paint. Um, and, but he's really a stretch I, four. Yeah. He's a stretch four. Right. But I think, I mean, I, I was super impressed. I mean, obviously we know Edie's a stud, but you know, when you, when you get that matchup between IU Purdue, two teams that hate each other, big rivalry, both ranked in the top 25, you know, it was, would you say it was one of the highest rated college basketball games of the year, right? Yeah. I think it was four TV, TV ratings. Right. And those two both freaking balled out. I mean, yeah. they, when you got your studs going head to head like that and just swapping blows and, and yeah. both performing to the all American level that you expect out of them. It was pretty he, awesome. He got into some foul trouble and, and missed some minutes in the first half, but not a whole lot, but right. And he still ended up with 30 something, 33 points. Just, just thirty, an ordinary thirty-three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, but and, and he backed it up with a good win against Rutgers, who I, I'm. I think Rutgers is good. Problem with Rutgers is they can't can't always score, and I think they missed the guy who got hurt. Yeah. Yeah. Who? The other thing is, is they're dirty. Well, they're from Rutgers, man. I don't think they let you in the gym there unless you demonstrate, you know, at least one dirty trick. Unless you, unless you've been through anger management. No, unless we got film of you kicking somebody in the nuts in a game, you know. Right. Yeah. We're not recruiting you, man. Inadvertent elbows that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. No, that wasn't a flagrant one. I didn't really mean to break his nose. No. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. So yeah, they they uh. They have trouble scoring, and I think Mog, who back to I don't know what they play. I think he plays the four for them and puts points on the board. I think from the game the other night, and I watched him play last weekend. I think they miss his scoring. So, yeah, yeah, they're they're favored to lose today. Well, and I can imagine they. Well, we're going we're going to do that here in a moment, but uh, they're at Illinois, so that's a tough follow up to go into IU. Uh, and so, uh, but you say that, oh, it's, I've got it four and a half. I see five and a half. Really? It's up to five and a half. That's according to. Okay. Caesars, all right. I think that's where ESPN pulls all their odds is from C- yeah, Caesar's sports book. Yeah. Okay. So last week we tried to do a multi-game money line parlay and you fucked it up because you took Kansas in the first game. So, yeah, <laughs> yep. you get you get credit whether you want it or not there. But anyway, <laughs> yes, the opening game was Kansas, Iowa State and Kansas uh, got beat and fairly handily. So here we yep. go. Here, here are today's games in sort of order. Opening game, UConn, Creighton. You know anything to do with that one? Money line. Uh, yeah, I'll take the home home team there. Okay, so you're you're taking you're taking the uh, whatever they're they're some sort of blue bird too. Blue, blue, are blue they Blue Jays? Jays? Is that what they are? Yeah, I think so. Okay, and then the uh, the Texas uh, the two denomination game. The denomination game. Yeah, Baylor TCU. 
Oh, I thought you were talking about Texas when West Virginia. No, I'm, not, I'm talking about the Baptists versus whatever the the uh, psychedelic horn toads are. Um, <laughs> got anything? Uh, again, I'll take the home team there. That's a tight game, but I'll I'll stick with TCU. They've had okay. some decent. I, I like, okay, then. Uh, well, let's go since we're going kind of in order. Uh, Rutgers, Illinois is like one o'clock. Our time, so yeah, I think we just talked about this. Um, Illinois, you're taking the orange, okay? Uh, I don't know if this is exactly the right order, but IU, Michigan, the Hoosiers, uh, which Michigan is Michigan is favored or is a two point favorite in that game. Oh, I got I got a half a point. Uh, IU, IU half a point. Caesars still has it at um, Michigan minus two, so I might see if I can find that. Go get on that. Okay. Yeah, FanDuel had it at IU half a point. So, uh, okay, so that's Thanks, that's man. four games. Uh, Kansas is playing OU and uh, is at OU, and it's o, is it OU by three and a half? Or is it Kansas by three and a half? I've yeah, got three. three and a half. Yeah, okay. Because in the Big 12, uh, I've heard it over and over again, the top-tier team can go on the road to the last-place team and be the underdogs in the Big 12. Yeah. Yeah. But, no, yeah, Kansas, I think, wins this one fairly easily. Okay, there you go. He's going to blow our parlay with Kansas. And then the Again. game, interesting game of the day, Alabama is at Auburn, who is still in the field, but has lost four out of five. And clearly that is a bit of – that's a rivalry game. I don't know how bitter it is in Alabama over basketball. but Yeah. Where is that game? Oh, there it is. It's a 1 o'clock game. You said you were going – you didn't go anywhere near in order chronologically. Um, well, I did that just to mess with you. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Auburn's on a bit of a skid. Bama's been playing pretty good. They did lose to OU a couple weeks ago, but they got destroyed by OU. Yeah. Yeah. Did Bama not lose this week? Nope. No. They okay. beat they handled Florida. Oh, LSU, they okay. And destroyed Vanderbilt 101 to 44 against Vanderbilt. Oh. oh, that was last week. That was the comeback after the OU game. Yeah. Yeah, that's the bounce back. Fun. Yeah. Okay, well, you, are you taking Bama? Yeah. Is that what all the mumbling is getting us? Yep. So that that's six games. That's an awfully deep parlay. You want to take a game out that you are you think is the least likely in quality pick out of the six, so it's only a five-game losing streak? Probably, if I were to take one out, it would likely be – no, I don't, I don't want to take one out. Okay. Well, let, let me just go on the record as saying I would take Michigan, uh, and, and I I would definitely not play the Creighton-UConn game because I don't think I've seen either one of them play. So Yeah. Uh, I guess I would take out the TCU-Baylor game. That's that's a little too tight for my likings. Well, 
Okay, I've got Baylor as favored. Yeah, that's what I mean. It's a tight, tight. I, I, okay, I have actually seen those two teams play, and I guess I don't know. TCU's had a couple guys hurt, so maybe that's factoring in. I've not seen Baylor play well yet. Games I've watched, their guards have uh, have struggled. So uh, I don't have any confidence picking Baylor this point and I guess the only only reason I worry about TCU is Miles the guard was has been hurt Lumpkin is back I think I saw he played the other night for the first time who's there I know they've lost their last two also TCU has that would be the game I'd take out for sure okay all right because TCU is on a two-game losing streak Baylor's won their last two quite handily. Yeah. Okay. So uh, we, we're, we're going long, but it's Super Bowl, and, and it's Saturday morning, and we got nothing better to do, right, John? But here I go. It is a four-way tie for second place in the Big Ten. Right? Yep. Who, who ends up with second place in the Big Ten? Well, I'm going to go with my Hoosiers. Well, you, you know, they're they're underdogs today. Yeah, and well, I would say that seems like that puts them a game behind second place. Yeah, because Michigan's that, tied with them in second place. Yeah. Northwestern, Indiana, Rutgers, Michigan. Those are the four teams. Right. I think Northwestern is going to lose tomorrow, so that would help loosen things up. And hopefully Rutgers loses in Illinois today. Yeah, somebody, the Michigan IU winner could, you can foresee being alone in second place tomorrow evening. Yeah. Right. All right. Just decide to ask because it is a uh, cluster for second and Second in the Big Ten. Let's just go with second because there are a lot of teams one game back of that four team gaggle too. So yeah, yeah. And IU has a bit of a tough finish schedule. They got at Northwestern, home against Illinois, at Michigan State. Then of course the big one at Purdue, right? And then home against Iowa, home against Michigan. So they've got four four road games, three home games to finish the season. Well, and the, the the four road games are all they're not going to Nebraska or Minnesota, right? Or even yeah. right now, Penn State seems to be wobbling. They're they're playing four four teams that are competing for second place with them. So, or Purdue yep. who isn't. So, right, okay. So that's it, John. Uh, are you are you going somewhere tomorrow evening, or is it your own party? I've seen a lot of people. Yeah, I mean, with, with, this has been the hot take this time. I, I've never seen this before. A lot of people are saying how they don't want to go to parties. They want to sit at home and actually watch the game. And and uh, I guess maybe these are all kind of pros and people are really into it. So they, they're not so much into the go have guac with your friends as much as uh, let's Let's go. And of course, these days, everybody has an app. So they're in game betting. Right, John? <laughs> exactly. Right. Um, we've been invited to a party. I just don't know if we're going to go or not. Oh, OK.
Okay. All right. Well, I was going to say something about what you put in the brownies you take, but it's Texas. So, um, yeah, I think you put it, put in cactus root or something, right? Isn't that the Texas thing? Yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah. All right, John. All right, bro. Good, good, good doing it, John. We'll, we'll have to see what we do next week. Uh, since you, no you have a new schedule that messes with our traditional. Yeah, the schedule is going to be kind of messed up now. Yeah. Damn bastards wanting you to work on Fridays. What, what is that shit? I know. Yeah. It's just it's me. Wrong. It's just yeah. me, I tell you. So, All right. are you going to talk about John Fetterman? Well, I mean, is it sounds like he's doing okay, right? He's out of the hospital. Say he's going to be back in the Senate on Monday, but... You know, you, you do know that there were people wanting him to resign. Well, of course, you know, that's the status quo, right? Guy gets a little, they'll come up with any reason to try and force a guy to resign. Right, right. Uh, and uh, yeah, they did not, they did not announce that they found anything. Uh, if you don't know, the, um, our senator, our new junior senator, who John owns gear for, um, got lightheaded in a meeting on Wednesday and was put in a hospital. He had a stroke in May and they said they they didn't, they tested all the things. He did not have a stroke, but they do not know why he was lightheaded. And yeah, he was in the hospital and people wanted him to resign. And the funniest one, I don't think I could, I don't think I found this tweet again after saying I'd send it to you. Somebody yeah. responded saying, Yes, he needs to resign because, you know, busting his hump, it's too hard to show up three days a week for 25 weeks in the Senate. You know, that's <laughs> that's too much. <laughs> right. He's probably he was probably lightheaded from Biden's uh, State of the Union speech on Tuesday night. Yeah, uh, I. uh you, you can imagine there'd be a lot of reasons he might uh, if, if you have any kind of physical thing could the the yeah. stress and silliness of the capital could could probably yeah uh, yeah. yeah you hit put, it put you in a weird place yeah so the silliness it seems like there's always something silly going on there yeah well yeah uh, the good news is sort of that they only work 25 weeks three days a week or we pro probably we'd probably all be unamused well, you're walking out to do a cigarette, so you're going to go all crunchy on me. So say goodbye, John. No, I was getting coffee, bro. Oh, okay, bro. All right. Love you, bro. Have a good weekend. Good luck on your yep. bets. Yeah, you too. Yeah, well, I am I ain't doing much. Yeah, I'm, I'm not I, sure. I, I, think, it, I think it's too tight a game. I, I don't know if there's really... I think the teaser ever... is the way to go. Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think a six-point teaser... And then you can play it but always, I think. Yeah. Yeah, because you don't think it, it's going to be a I would be shocked if it's not a tight game. Yeah, yeah I would too. Right. Yeah. All right. Love you, bro. Love you too. Have a good weekend. You too.